Hey everybody, thank you for listening to my podcast today. This has been a really fun project for me to kind of formulate my thoughts about different topics and figure out a way to present it in a way that I hope you receive it well and in a way that impacts your life for good. So I want to thank you for your support. It's been really a fun project. So I wanted to build on my last podcast and If you haven't listened to it, you might pause this and go back and listen to it because they kind of build on each other. My most recent podcast was about how to deflect the negative emotions of others. We talked about some science behind how people's negative vibes really do affect us. It's called mirror neurons. And if you did listen to my past podcast, sorry, but repetition is how we learn. So I'll keep this pretty brief. But mirror neurons are neurons in our brain that fire when we even see a certain behavior, not just when we are doing the behavior ourselves. So the context in which I'm talking about it is with positivity and negativity and how that influences other people. So for example, I'm let's say I'm with somebody who's negative and they're being sour and they're frowning and they have a scowl on their face. Even if I'm not doing that, that's going to ignite the centers of my brain associated with frowning and scowling and being negative. And I'm going to then feel the feelings associated with that. And it's going to make me feel bad. And it's going to make me feel down and a little bit negative. By contrast, if I'm with somebody who's really upbeat and happy and positive, um, the centers in my brain that are associated with like smiling and feeling good are going to ignite. And I will then feel the feelings associated with being upbeat and happy and positive. Now that's what mirror neurons are. When your neurons in your brain fire in a way that mirrors the person that you're interacting with there, I could even take this one step further and say the reason your neurons fire is because we do mimicking when we're with other people just for a millisecond, we will mimic their facial expressions without even realizing it, totally on a subconscious level. And it's when we, so let's say again, I'm with somebody who's being a sourpuss and they have an angry look on their face. Just it's human nature to kind of mimic what we see. And I will just have a flash of that facial expression on my face. And it will register with my brain that I'm making this sour face. It will then ignite the neurons in my brain associated with making a sour face and like an angry face. And then it will generate the feelings associated with that. So I'm left feeling, and this is all subtle. It's most frequently subconscious. And it is um, totally so quick that it's imperceptible to anybody that is doing it or experiencing it. But this is why when you're around people that are negative, you feel down, it bums you out, it's hard to be around. And why when you're with people who are positive and upbeat, and I'm not even saying like they're over the top, so cheerful, and you know, to the point of being obnoxious, I'm just saying people who are maybe optimistic, who look for the positive, who are friendly, who smile, you know, you are uplifted. Now, the reason this is also so important is, you know, if I'm around somebody that is firing my negative neurons in my brain, 
then I'm going to be down and then the next people I interact with, I'm likely to pass that on if I'm now feeling down and that's going to fire the negative neurons in their brain through their interaction with me and so on and so forth. There has been research that shows how far reaching this ripple effect is and so it just made me really think that we all have an obligation to be responsible for the energy we bring to a space because People think, oh, well, if I'm in a bad mood, that doesn't matter to anybody else. That's my business. Well, it does matter to anybody else. It matters to everybody that you interact with because you're bumming them out by uh, being negative with them. Now, and I'm not even talking about feeling your feelings. If you have reasons to feel sad or to feel discouraged or whatever, feel your feelings. I'm talking about negativity that kind of serves no purpose and um, most frequently probably comes from a place of hurt or embarrassment Um, so if you find yourself frequently being the negative person, maybe it's time to see somebody, to read some books, to do what you need to do, to sort that out so you can find a space of inner peace. You know, there is a quote from Alice Walker that I wanted to share. She's an author. She wrote The Color Purple. Oprah is a super fan of Alice Walker. Um, And she said, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. I think this is a very common belief that we believe life just takes us where it takes us. And, you know, when I wake up, oh my goodness, is this going to be a good day or a bad day? I don't know. Let's see. I hope it's going to be a good day. I hope things happen that make it a good day. Or the end of the day, well, this was a bad day and... You know, I just hope tomorrow is better and nothing bad happens to me tomorrow, but we don't realize we create the quality of our day based on the quality of our thoughts. We create our realities based on how we think about things. If I wake up, and this circles back actually to my very first episode, The Subconscious Mind, which for sure is the most important information I've shared in this podcast. It's life-changing when you really understand it. If I think today is going to be a bad day, then my brain is going to see all the things that make it bad. If I wake up thinking this is going to be a fantastic day, my brain will seek out the things that are fantastic. We create our reality based on how we think about things and what we choose to focus on. Um, There's an acronym that's super important. I maybe shared it in my last episode, but I could share it every second of every day because it's so important. Our thoughts, well, the acronym is T-E-A-R. Our thoughts create our emotions. True, true facts. Our emotions create our actions. Our actions create our results. So the results in our life are based initially on our thoughts. Thoughts create emotions, create actions, create results. So once we understand that concept and understand that we have the power to find um, equilibrium and peace in any situation based on how we choose to think about it it is very empowering rather than thinking your life is based on the whims of what happens in the world and what happens outside of you and you have no control over it so again Alice Walker the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any so In my last episode, like I said, I talked about how to deflect the negative emotions of other people so that we don't let ourselves get triggered and fired up in our neurons by their negativity. Well, today I wanted to talk about how to foster 
positivity and spread positivity because maybe we are the negative ones you know maybe you are the one that is putting out negative vibes to other people and creating a ripple effect of negativity I hope that's not true of any of you but if it is you know ask yourself some questions what types of emotion do I give off and how does that seem to affect others are other people uplifted after being around me or does it usually end in conflict? Um, do I even realize what kind of emotions I'm putting out? You know, do you have enough self-awareness to know if you're being negative or positive? And if not, then that's an area for improvement for sure. The next question is, what do my social networks look like? Are the people I spend my time with uplifting and positive and kind of glasses half full people? Or... Do I find myself frequently engaging in maybe negative chit chat or negative gossip or talking in a way that's unkind about other people? That, if that's true for you, then it's time to examine your social circle and align yourself with a social circle that encourages you to be better, to uplift others, to uplift yourself by being around more positive people. So ask yourself first, are there actions or changes I need to make in my life so that I can be a source of positivity for other people? You know, if you are have any interactions with other people, and I know the answer to that for all of us is yes, you do, then I really feel like we have an obligation to be responsible with our energy and recognize that our energy really affects other people and we have an obligation to act in a way that's uplifting. Now they've done a study that showed that when people are fake cheerful, when you're being cheerful but it's fake, that's not going to have the positive ripple effect we're looking for. So again, the first step is to identify what's going on with you. Are there areas that you need to kind of clean up? clean things up emotionally what is holding you back and what is holding you down that keeps you steeped in negativity um this pandemic is a fantastic time for self-exploration we kind of have forced downtime in a lot of ways and because you know we're going out less we're not keeping ourselves busy with the things that we used to keep ourselves busy with you know, shopping or things that maybe were distractions to really facing what was going on in our lives, movies, restaurants, whatever. And so maybe you could use this time for some introspection and really discern what are you feeling? What are you putting out? What is your general mood? What is your general countenance? And uh, it's my guess that if you're listening to this, you do have an interest in self-improvement. So, and I really don't think that any of you are the problem. You know, I believe that anybody who is self-aware enough to be wanting to improve themselves through reading books and listening to things that are uplifting and teach you how to be better, you're being better just by doing that. So one of the first things you can do to really, I'm going to start now and and share the things that can help you boost your positivity and um, strengthen your positivity so that you can be a force for good in the lives of other people. First, you know, we talked in my last episode about how we need to limit the negative influences in our lives because negative vibes can really 
disrupt your well-being. It can drain you. It can leave you feeling negative, you know, because of those mirror neurons and throw off your inner peace. And the negative influences can be people or places or things that have an unfavorable impact on your life. It can be social media or the news or whatever. Or, you know, people that we interact with. So maybe there are people who are critical of us or um, that just are critical of other people and that's hard to be around. So if you can't completely cut off those negative influences, then you can listen to my last episode to figure out a way to mitigate those negative influences and strategies for how to protect yourself from those negative influences. And even being aware that when you interact with negative people, it can have an impact on you and your emotional state, that awareness can really help you ward off that influence. Because if you don't know that you're being affected by somebody's negativity, it's kind of hard to turn it around. But if you realize what's happening, then you can choose to shake it off, smile, smile at somebody else, ignite those positivity centers in your brain to counteract the influences of, to counteract negative influences. So first of all, I want you to fortify yourself against negative influences. That's one of the best ways we can really project positivity onto ourselves and onto others. Um, you know, when you make yourself a priority in life, I know that sounds selfish and it's kind of counter counterintuitive to what we've been taught. A lot of us like service is where value lies and things like that which is true, service is important, but if you don't make yourself a priority, it's hard to fill your own, um, what's the phrase, your own like glass or your own well, you know, you need to make yourself a priority so that you can feel good about yourself, so that you have a lot to offer other people. When we don't take the time to fortify ourselves by practicing really excellent self-care, getting good sleep, eating nourishing food, taking care of our bodies, exercising, um, fostering creativity, taking care of, excuse me, the things that make us feel good about ourselves, taking the time to make ourselves look good physically, you know, doing our hair or whatever it is that makes you kind of feel good and feel put together, then it's hard to have a lot to offer other people because we sometimes feel empty on the inside because we haven't done the work to practice that self-love and you can't give away what you don't have. So if you don't have that love for yourself, it's hard to find it to give to other people. You're drawing from an empty well. So the first thing we can do is to make yourself a priority to remind yourself of all the ways You are awesome, and this will make a very big difference in the way you carry yourself, the way you present yourself, and the confidence with which you interact with other people, and the positivity you bring with those interactions. Now, another thing we can do to try and be positive around other people is to remember what is a fact and what is a thought. You know, we can infer a lot of things and read into things. And I did an episode about the four agreements, which is a book um, that talks about, you know, four agreements we can make with ourselves that make life a lot easier. And one of the agreements is 
Mm, I can't think of the exact agreement right now, but the way I paraphrase it is don't read into things. One way to stay positive is not to read into things. Don't read into interactions with other people like, oh, they didn't respond to my text. That means they're mad at me because I'm this, this, and this type of person. Oh no, and now I feel bad about myself. Um, Another way is a fact. Just look at it as a fact. Oh, they didn't respond. Period. Like maybe don't infer all these things and make up this big story that makes us feel bad about ourselves. It is kind of human nature to look for what's wrong in the world and we have to put forth deliberate effort to stay positive and one of the biggest ways we can do that is to remember just like I said already I think three times what is fact and what is what are we just making up in our head so focusing on the facts keeps things in perspective and prevents us from fostering and harboring and then spreading negativity. So don't read into things. Now, um, another way to really be positive with people is to use positive language. Like, oh, I'm grateful for that, or I would love to do that, or I would love to learn, or I'm excited about this, or I'm so happy that dot, dot, dot. Instead of, oh, can you believe negative whatever this that and the other um I hate when this happens oh that sucks that this blah 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 that is negative and it's low vibe and it's not very fun to listen to and it's probably not very fun to listen to yourself when you're talking like that either but I know when other people are just talking about all the things that are wrong it's kind of hard to be around and it gets old and it doesn't foster uplifting relationships. So really try and use positive words. Um, somebody, there's a story, I have not fact-checked this story, but there is a moral in the story, even if it's not true, but Mother Teresa was invited to an anti-war rally. And she said, no, I'm not going to come to your anti-war event. But if you want to have a pro-peace event, I'll come to that because I don't ever want to come to anything that is based in negativity. And um, that's a good way of looking at things because what goes around comes around. And if you're fostering negativity with your language, you're going to bring that back to you through um, kind of negative interactions with people. One small action you can do that can make a big difference is to smile more. Even if the smile isn't all that genuine at first, you are going to ignite those smiling neurons in your brain when you smile and you'll start feeling better, you'll start you'll become friendlier, you'll be more outgoing with others. And what's going to happen if you smile at somebody, even if you don't feel like if you smile at them, you're going to ignite that positivity center in their brain. And as a result, it's likely that they are going to be more positive with you. And then they are going to be more positive with the people they interact with. And I hope you would carry that forth into your interactions with others as well. So smile more. I think cheerfulness is a really underrated quality. Cheerfulness is great to be around. People love being around cheerful people. And if you don't love being around cheerful people, my guess is you're steeped in negativity. And so maybe ask yourself why. Or if you know people that don't like being around cheerful people, you know, look at why that would be. It pulls them out of their negativity. 
So anyway, cheerfulness, smile more, look for the positive, give give people a warm greeting when you see them. Another thing you could do that is aligned with smiling is give compliments. You know, showing that you appreciate somebody serves two purposes. It makes them feel good and it makes you feel good for making them feel good. And we all deserve to feel good. So start acknowledging it when someone does something that you admire and compliment them. It's going to create an instant boost in both of your moods. Think about how you feel when somebody compliments you. I think you probably love it. Everybody loves to hear nice things about themselves. Um, Now, this is one thing we can do to foster positivity that is, I'm kind of obsessed with this concept right now. Because I just finished Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life, and he has a chapter, and again, I'm guesstimating the name of the chapter, but it's called Stand Up Straight with Your Shoulders Back. So one thing we can do to foster positivity is to practice good posture. Your posture is really an important nonverbal indication of how you feel about yourself. And if you haven't read this book by Jordan Peterson, it's so good. But specifically, this chapter was so impactful for me, my poor kids. Right now, if I see them even a tiny bit slouching, it makes me freak out because I understand the subconscious thoughts they're sending to themselves and to the world when they don't practice good posture. And so stand up straight with your shoulders back. It sends a message to yourself and to the world that you feel good about yourself, that you are confident. And when we come from a place of confidence, it's much easier to share the best parts of ourselves with other people and to share that positivity with other people. Another way to foster positivity in your life and to share that positivity positivity is to be more generous with people. You know, tip the waiter a little bit more. Hold the door open for the person behind you. Offer to help somebody with something. Do something for somebody that's going to be meaningful, like cleaning something or picking up their favorite drink from their favorite shop or even leaving a kind note for a friend or a coworker. Just this week, I had a cute friend and she sent me a really thoughtful text just out of the blue and it was so sweet. It really made a difference in my day and in my mood. It was wonderful to receive. And I wish I would have thought to do something like that for somebody else that day because it gives you a real pick-me-up. So be more generous, not even necessarily with your money. But yeah, if you're in a position to, yes, with your money. But also with your time, with your emotions, with um, your kindness, with your consideration. Be more emotionally generous with people. And then the last thing we can do that I'm going to share, well, there's, you know, a bazillion things we could be doing, but the last thing I wanted to share today is that we can practice good faith with other people. Um, Know that the energy you give off is what you will attract, you know, and if someone upset you, don't lash out because if you react to their negativity, you're going to bring that negativity back to you. But take the time you need to calm down Be constructive in your relationships and just have good faith that people want to do what's best, but they don't always have the tools to know what that looks like. So think the best of other people, have faith in humanity, have faith in other people, see the best in them. And I promise you what you put out will come back to you. When you see the best in other people, they will see the best in you.
So I want to ask you to do what you can to spread positivity. Be positive with yourself, be positive with the people that you interact with, and as a result, all those people are more likely to go and share that positivity with the people that they interact with. And just think for a second on an average day how far-reaching those efforts can be. So I wanted to remind you to keep your frequency high, to project positive energy, and I wanted to close with this quote from this mindfulness um, teacher and author. He was a monk. His name is Thich Nhat Hanh. I've read several of his books. They're really powerful and really important. And he said this, sometimes your joy is source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. And I want to take that one step further and say sometimes your smile can be the source of other people's joy also. So I want you to take that responsibility seriously and go out and promote positivity in the world. Okay, thanks for listening, friends. Let's connect soon. Bye.